The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, some interesting polling numbers that came out uh, on a federal on a federal side, we'll take a look at that coming up. But right now, um, some new numbers as we're a week out today. Uh, week today, you'll be going to the polls, you'll be casting your ballot. And our Decision Alberta coverage continues with exclusive new Ipsos polls uh, done for a Global News. It shows the United Conservatives continue to lead in this province. However, they're losing a bit of support. Uh, the poll gives the UCP uh, an eight-point lead over the NDP. That's down uh, from 17 points back in mid-March. Gregory Jack from Ipsos joins us now. Hi, Gregory. Thanks for taking the time. Good afternoon. Thanks for uh, having me on. And so this, uh, what <laughs> what these latest numbers showing that uh, this is far from over, isn't it? Well, you know, we're, we're mid-campaign and, and I think that Albertans are starting to engage a little bit more in the, in the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have seen a bit of a shift. But, you know, the UCP continues to lead, um, and we're a week out, so uh, anything can happen. So, like many of the uh, earlier polls, uh, Gregory, this latest survey shows that the NDP's in front in Edmonton, the UCP leading in Calgary, and pretty much uh, everywhere else. Can you uh, crunch some of those numbers for me? Sure, yeah. We are seeing the uh, UCP continue, uh, uh, sorry, the NDP continue their lead in Edmonton Mm -hmm. uh, by seven points. The UCP lead is uh, is down a little bit in Calgary. It's down to five points, but again, the UCP is still leading here. And then, you know, across the rest of the province, we're we're continuing to see a very strong lead for the UCP um, over uh, over their, their next closest rival, the NDP. Fifty seven percent UCP compared to twenty nine percent UCP outside of Calgary and Edmonton. yeah. So outside of the big cities, all UCP. Look at those numbers. Interesting. So when was this uh, when was this poll done? We were in field uh, post-debate from April 4th to April 8th. Uh, it was a sample of uh, 800 online Albertans. Um, and yeah, we came out of field uh, on this yesterday. All righty. And let's take a look um, as far as you kind of broke it down in some of the, uh, the specific questions as well. When it came to the question about who would make the best premier, what, what did that look like? Well, we saw um, on that question a, a bit of a shift this time around. Um, Last poll, we had Jason Kenney up in front on that, uh, mm-hmm. in front of Rachel Notley. And, and this time around, we see uh, Rachel Notley narrowly being uh, the choice of Albertans for who would make mm. the best premier. Interesting. Okay. And uh, as far as the big issues go, I mean, we've been hearing lots about the jobs and the economy uh, through this campaign, certainly over the past few months. Um, the, those issues are still, uh, well, they haven't changed very much in what people are talking about right now. No, I think the campaign is still about the same issues for people. I think they're still very concerned about jobs. That's the number one issue driving uh, voter concern right now. Pipelines uh, remains an issue for folks as well. A little bit down, but, uh, but still, uh, still an issue. We have seen health care creep into a third spot. But I don't believe that the issues have changed very much. I think people are still concerned about the, the things that were at the start, and that's jobs of the economy. All righty. It's Gregory Jack joining us from Ipsos this afternoon. Greg, thanks so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good night. Yeah, you bet. So that's kind of where the numbers are right now. So some, um, you know, in some of the areas, things tightening up a little bit. Uh, of course, we're seeing outside of the big cities, outside of Calgary and Edmonton, it is all UCP. Uh, the NDP... Not surprising, the the numbers kind of staying the same uh, in front in Edmonton, the UCP leading in Calgary, everywhere else as well. Again, 800 voters were surveyed on this one between Friday and Monday. They say that the uh, results are accurate to within plus or minus four percentage points 19 times. 
out of 20. So curious as uh, we start this day off uh, with our Decision Alberta coverage at 2.11. Uh, have you made up your mind? Have you made up your mind? Are you are you still on the fence a little bit? I heard Bauer talking earlier this morning with Jesperson saying he's still, uh, you know, kind of... Uh, you haven't made up your mind completely. No, I'm still I'm still open to be swayed. Yeah. yeah. What would that take, though? That's tough to say, you know. <laughs> right? It's a pretty complicated topic. And, you know, if, if you're doing your due diligence... Uh, it shouldn't be an obvious choice, right? Like, well, I, I shouldn't say that, but to me, it isn't. It's not to you, and 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 for some people, it isn't. A lot of folks out there, it uh, is very, very clear. We hear it on the text line. We're seeing it on the phone calls that come into the station, as well. Jobs and economy, uh, really a big one. The pipeline still factoring in there. So again, when we take a look at those issues, uh, the top three being jobs. And unemployment at 36%, that's up six. Building pipelines, uh, 21%, that's down four. And healthcare, 19%, up one. Um, so let me know at 6.30, 6.30, are you still, and I guess I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in those who haven't made up their mind and what's that going to, what's that going to look like for you? Um, you know, a week out, I think... For a lot of folks, yeah, definitely, they have made up their minds. But for those in the middle, the undecided, Kendall, are you undecided? Uh, I'm not. I probably have my mind made up, but I'm not. That's not my purpose of my call. Mm. The purpose of my call is to let people know about things that haven't been talked about in the election. So I'd like to give you some questions. You guys are really good at digging into things and finding out what real people are like. So Mrs. Notley has mentioned that she's fighting for us and that she's going to bat for real families, you know, everyday families, mm -hmm. right? So I did a bunch of math, and you can verify this if you want, but uh, four years ago, I I'm, not, I'm not following any political party per se. I'm just okay. laying this on the line. Four years ago, every man, woman, and baby owed about $60 per year for the interest that the government mm -hmm. was paying on the debt, okay? Today, four years later, every man, woman, and baby owes about $1,200 per year just for the interest mm -hmm. on the money that has been borrowed, okay? Now, the debt is close to $60 billion, so every man, woman, and baby owes $15,000 each now. So, as an everyday family, me, mm -hmm. I have a family of six. Wow. So, I am responsible for, whether I pay it or not, mm -hmm. I'm responsible as an Albertan for $100,000 more worth of interest and debt today than I was four years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't hear anybody talking about that. Oh well, there's been you know so, plenty of talk about the uh, about the debt, Kendall. Yeah, there, but, there but has not been. the numbers, Jalen. Okay, no one sits down and boils and the, numbers the numbers down. Okay, that says, hey, four years later, I'm responsible for a hundred thousand dollars more for this province yeah. than I was four years ago. Y you know what? No one has said that. As a family of six, I'm an everyday family person. So I'm not trying to be nasty to Mrs. Notley or anything. I'm just laying the facts on the line. Yeah, you know, so people are thinking about another four years of spending money. 
Well, we could be talking about $200,000 yeah, well, per family. Well, Kendall, I mean, the thing is, at the end of it all, I mean, no one's writing you a check for, no one's writing you a bill for $100,000. No, fact, I didn't say that. No, I, I didn't know. say that. I, I said I'm can, responsible for that okay. money so, as being an Albertan. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, okay, and I get, now, I get what you're saying, but listen here. So, here's the thing. Okay. I mean, there's there's different ways when you're, when you're looking at, at dealing with a struggling economy when it comes right. to how you're going to try and generate it. Do you do it by spending right. and, and or do you do things by or do you cut things back when you're looking at thing at, uh, right. at big issues, right? There's two okay. very distinct ways of looking at uh, uh, the debt, the economy and 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 trying to uh, you know, cut things. And Correct. you've got two very obvious choices in this election so, when it so, comes to that. So I have a question to ask you. Yes, sir. In the history of the known history mm. of anything that you know of. Oh, my gosh. Has any country ever uh, made its economy better by borrowing money? <laughs> ever? Yeah, have you, I, I have can't. Have you done I, homework on that? I, I can't answer that question for you. Okay, Kendall, well, so I, I, I challenge you to do homework. So are you are you looking at a, are you looking at this? Are, are you provincially and federally, or I'm are just, you more no, ticked this, off on one? No. Just hang on. This is just Alberta. Okay. All right. I'm not talking about Canada at all yet. That's a whole different discussion. Okay? This is just Alberta. And and that's that's any province or country. If you do, I, I challenge people to do some homework mm-hmm. and say, did you ever, I'll, I'll, here, let's put it in real terms. Let's talk about you, Jalen. Have you ever got yourself better by borrowing more money? Like, do, do you ever, when, when, well, when? Well, I mean, you... any time that I've borrowed money, Kendall, I've made a plan to, 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 to pay it right, back, right? Right, But here's right, the thing, right. I also have an inherited great debt. I, I understand that. And but we also have inherited blessings from the people before us. We have both. So you need to look at the inherited blessings that people have planned ahead in previous generations for us and then we need to think about the inherited debt because basically there's two two attitudes here one attitude says i will save my money and not spend it so my kids will have a better future and they'll mm-hmm. have money the other attitude is i don't care about the future i'm spending it for me now yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So that's the two. You think about that. No, nobody's talking about this. Kendall, I appreciate your phone call. Now, I just think okay. it's important too that, to realize that there were you know, there were some pretty big circumstances um, that the Notley government came in. You know, you, you looked at the price of uh, of oil. You look you look at debt. There's a lot of things to look at here, okay. right? Okay. Yes, there's a lot to look at. At the same time, I know you, you need to be. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I just here's me. I don't want to borrow more than I know I can pay back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have a great plan, yep. and I say, okay, good, I'm willing to to gamble on that. Well, they both at say- the same time. At the same time, that's for me to decide. Yeah, Kendall. Okay? No one uh, asked both me. The, both of the parties, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Notley government says it does have a plan. I think to to pay yeah. back the debt by twenty three twenty four. I think okay. it it was. No, no, no. And, no, that, no. Hang and on. that's based on you know I think about a seventy dollar barrel of oil. That's not paying back the debt. See, that's another misconception people understand. 
They're saying by 23 or 24, we might get to the books, to the place that we're only spending as much money as we're bringing in. So the, the, in a year, that's so they're going to they might get to that place in six years that we're only spending as much as we're bringing in. OK, now at that six years in the future, that's flush. Now we're one hundred and twenty billion dollars in debt. Now we got to start paying down the debt. Kendall? So you, yes. I appreciate your phone call. How long have you been thinking about this for? Uh, years, okay. actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, you well, you, uh, you know what? I, I get I get what you're saying. I get what just, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, just but, bring in some clarity so well, people understand I, stuff because I think most people don't this stuff has been thrown around debt and pay and everyday families and all this but nobody is putting numbers and real on somebody's plate kendall to say these are the real numbers kendall that i think, we're you, responsible need, I think for. you need to run for office next go around well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you for the phone call. Whoa. It's 2.20 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Um, they said they'd balance the budget this year, and they're not. So why do you believe them in 2024? Well, yeah. If you're if you're basing a budget on a certain amount that you believe that's going to come in, and then and then the the price crashes, uh, yeah, you have to you have to juggle things uh, around. Um, Someone else said uh, this one, um, you're giving this caller more time than some of your invited guests, James. Yeah, well, um, he kept on going, didn't he? Um, then you give me crap when I cut them off. So, yeah, can't win. Can't win this week. Can't win this week. Trust me. I know. Um, Kendall needs to <laughs> yeah. uh, Someone says, yeah, did you get a mortgage to buy a home or wait until you have cash? Anyway, what I'm just saying is this, is this, is that both you know, the two big parties right now, where we're seeing this race between them, the UCP, the Notley, uh, the NDPs, have both have a plan. And you need to take the time to read that plan and decide which one works for you when it comes to paying down debt or how you know when you're talking about stimulating economy or not boy oh boy the text line has blown up this afternoon uh thank you you can get a hold of me anytime at 6 30 6 30 um hey um david in on a hold on a second i'm just going to get to your phone call uh as far as some of the um texts come in i want to read them um when I asked, you know, which way you're voting, you don't have to tell me, but, you know, if you've made up your mind, which one is best for Alberta long-term, don't vote for selfish reasons. Uh, Jay Lynn, this is Taylor. I want to give you a patience award for dealing with that caller. Um, Kendall, hey, when the fridge is empty and the kids are hungry and the paycheck doesn't come until next week, guess what you use? The credit card. Uh, this one, we can't get rid of the NDP fast enough. Big L says, I'll probably be throwing my vote away by voting for the Alberta party. And Trev... Trevor texts in from Camero, says it's an obvious choice for me. I vote based on who will be best for the economy generally. Historically, conservative governments, even if they have entitled elite leadership at the top, skimming and snatching still seem to put up the best economic numbers. The Liberal Party, to me, is voting for Satan himself, so they aren't even a choice. The NDP is horrific and able to inflict incomprehensible damage to working-class Albertans with their socialist policies and godless identity politics. The other parties have some good ideas and policies proposals but just don't have the legs under them yet to boot the NDP out so Trevor says it's UCP for him hi David hi Jalen wow I never thought I'd be defending the Notley government or the NDP Mm. that they inherited the mess that was left by guess who it was the Tories 44 years of them yep 
they you think how much money we could have in the Heritage Trust Fund. Now, if they hadn't taken the interest out, they were taking a, mil- a billion with a B for 30 out of the Heritage Trust Fund, so it's still only worth 17 billion. To get back to what your, your, your last caller said, man, did he ever go on. Oh, I know, and I'm trying, and here's the thing, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get a word in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I know. I heard. Jeepers, you don't you don't have a squelch button there, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to get one. Trust me, <laughs> Jalen. If you build a house when the boom is on, you're going to pay a hundred thousand dollars more for yeah. it. And if the economy goes down the pan, you still have to pay that. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you wait until things quiet down, you'll save a lot of money. You're better able to sustain it, and that's what Notley has done. Yeah. She's tried to keep people working when the economy was down and that's and that's of no great uh you know the the guys and the gals in the oil patch who you're hearing you say that right now that is no comfort to them right i, I understand yep. that but she can't force up the price no and she can't force the government but what she's trying to do is build the schools build the hospitals do the stuff that needs to be done and even the major um contractors organizations are saying Please don't come to us to do stuff when there's a boom on because you're going to pay a ton more money. We can't get people. So you spread it out and you hope the money that you save will help pay off the accrued debt. And that's not happened in the last 30-odd years. David, have you made your mind up who you're voting for? To be honest, I haven't. I think she's done some great things. I think Kenny could do some great things, Mm -hmm. but if his idea of getting things moving is to cut wages, cut out overtime pay, things like that, that's not going to fly with me. It's going to be interesting. Thank you for the call, Dave. Always great to hear from you. Thanks, Jen. All right, David, uh, out in Onaway calling in. It's 229. A couple of your texts uh, right now says, I totally agree with your caller right now. Rachel Notley's done a fabulous job. and this one says, everyone knows the right is terrible. Uh, thank you, everyone in Edmonton, for showing us the NDP is the only real choice. Um, and there was one more other one in here. <laughs> it's both sides. And that's what I love about you, Chedville. Both sides. You cover all bases, and, uh, and I appreciate it. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.